This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. It's the first workday of 2017, and already we have another older pedestrian struck and fighting for her life, as well as a serious crash on the gardener that left one man in critical condition and five others with lesser injuries, and it closed the gardener for eight hours. I keep saying that I'm really sick of having to talk about this. We, we want to hear from you about your experiences on the road over the holidays. We keep hearing that the city is in the midst of making improvements that will make our roads safer. Are you seeing anything that makes it look like things are better to you. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. And joining me now in studio, Sergeant Brett Moore of Toronto Police. Happy New Year. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Okay, so uh, what did uh, the holiday period look like to you compared to previous years? Yeah, the holidays were, uh, we did, uh, in terms of collisions, um, nothing out of the ordinary, but um, I guess the more alarming number that we were looking at wrapping up the year is the number of uh, pedestrians that are involved, and, and namely, um, I don't always want to say seniors, but uh, sort of the older, uh, more experienced members of our communities that are getting hit and you know fatally injured. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the the older you are, the more... Uh, likely your injuries are going to have a serious impact. I mean, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think that's one of the things we're up against as well. And I know, you know, following the news and being directly involved by working at traffic services, that it's it's one of the issues that, that uh, we're struggling with, the city's struggling with, um, and different advocacy groups as well that are struggling with to try to get the word out to see what we can do to make a difference. Um so we have this uh, terrible incident today, a woman believed to be in her 70s struck in the St. Lawrence Market area. Yeah, I just actually, I just walked over from our station to your uh, station here, and I just put out the news release about that, and you're right. And it's one of those where, uh, once again, we're at number three, right, uh, of these these serious life-threatening uh, injury collisions, um, two of which occurred today. So, yeah, the lady was uh, crossing the road, and she was struck by a motor vehicle. And was she crossing the road at a light, or, or what was the situation? Yeah, I can say, you know, I'm not one of the investigators uh, on this one specifically, so I don't want to, I, I sort of pigeonhole them into saying something out of turn. But uh, definitely this was an uh, intersection-related uh, situation, not uncommon to what we see in many of these. So we, we struggle with a lot of mid-block crossings we see, and we also see a lot of stuff that occurs at intersections with turning motor vehicles. Well, exactly. Uh, and it can be confusing. So first of all, for, for all of us drivers out there, um, when is it kind of legal for us to make the turn in terms of uh, where the pedestrian is crossing the road. And I've also heard drivers saying, well, you know, that pedestrian is not supposed to be crossing once you have the countdown on. Uh, but, you know, even if they weren't, you know, what are you going to do? You're mm. going to hit them? 
Our whole system is set up, I mean, is, is where the pedestrians get the right of way. No matter what the situation is, the, the pedestrians take priority, and that's the way our Highway Traffic Act is set up. So it allows for that. But does it always happen? As we see, it clearly doesn't. So uh, there's some of the things that you touched on for sure. It's pretty obvious, pretty straightforward. Motor, you know, motorists have to follow the rules of the road when they come to a red light, even if they want to make that right. Stop. Make sure the right's the, the way is clear and proceed. Uh, if you know if you've got the right of way, then that's that's one thing. But uh, you, you brought up the countdown timers for pedestrians. It is a big deal. It's one of those things, that, especially in the downtown core. Um, the, there is a right way and an incorrect way to use those countdown timers as it relates to pedestrians. Okay, so once the countdown starts, you shouldn't be crossing the road? We, we teach a lot of this. So one of the things I do at Traffic Services is safety programs, and we, we get involved with a lot of kids, and we do a lot of uh, community outreach. And, and one of the things that we struggle with is, um, yeah, when, the, when, that, when you have the, the walking signal, you, you're free to go. That's, the, that's your – obviously, I'm going to encourage you to look and make sure that it's safe to do so as a pedestrian. But, of course, um, once you enter the roadway and the, and the countdown timer comes on, that's the indication for if you hadn't already started, don't cross but finish a f- what you're doing already. So it's, it, it's a little confusing, and it's, for drivers, it's not meant to hit the gas. That's not your, I've got eight seconds to clear the intersection. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a struggle. And when, you, when you get a conflict, you've got drivers and pedestrians and cyclists trying to use the same space all at once, and people are busy or they're doing something that maybe they're not fully aware or fully paying attention to what they're doing. This is, the, this is where we come up against problems. Okay. And okay, so pedestrians are crossing. Do you have to wait till they reach the other side of the road or if they've just cleared you, you can go? So you're talking about like crosswalks, pedestrian crosswalks. They brought yeah. in new legislation last October about that. And that's new legislation. So somebody, so any intersection, whether it's being controlled by a school crossing guard or the pedestrian crossing so that we see what the overhead X is and the X is on the roadways. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the new law came in. And that, uh, that's, um, where it, before, once the pedestrian crossed your, your lane of, uh, of traffic, you could proceed, but the right. new rules are no. You've got to wait till everybody's off the road and then go. And that's only at pedestrian crossings with the X's. Correct. That's that's where the thing. That's where uh, you got to get the. That's the main. That and any intersections crossed by school crossing guards. Okay, but but the other ones. Um, let I'm thinking of some say very busy intersections right. where it can be very hard to turn, like right. say at Bay and Bloor. Right. For sure. Yeah, no, the motorists have their, they, they've got to clear the traffic too. We can't have standstill gridlock. So the motorists, unless there's sites prohibiting their turning motions, for sure. Obviously, you've got to let the pedestrians clear. You don't want to, yeah. you know, right? But, and give them the right of way. But yeah, once it's safe to do so, it's the same as any of the rules of road that, that apply for different things as well. It, it all requires the safety and you've got to make your decision to, to do it. And one of the issues that we come agra- across too is, is communication, right? So one of the things is signals, lights on as a pedestrian. Are you making eye contact? It's a big Basic stuff. A lot of the stuff that we teach the kids in schools and junior schools um, uh, apply. And sometimes a, a little helpful uh, refresher is not a bad thing. Well, you know, it amazes me sometimes, and this is particularly with younger people. They're walking around with earbuds in their ears yep. or they're looking at a device. And, I, I, you know, they don't necessarily realize how hard it can be to see them. I mean, why wouldn't you make eye contact? I, I sometimes, I will confess, do things that that are not totally 100% okay as a mm-hmm. pedestrian, but I make eye contact with that driver first. Yeah, and you know what? And, and shockingly, it's, I think we, we sort of label the younger generations with do, doing this. And to be honest with you, they are not represented in any meaningful way in terms of being involved in our fatal collisions as a pedestrian. It, it, it is our, um, I, I want to, again, I don't want to say senior, right? But <laughs> folks that get into their uh, 40s, 50s, 60s are completely overrepresented. Excuse me, are 40s old? <laughs> no, no, not at all. No. 
No, so that's why I always, I always say that a little cautiously, for sure, for that. They but, are Zoomers. You're yeah, a Zoomer at 45. Your demographics are highly rep- represented in our fatalities in Toronto. So it's uh, it's one of those things that I'm really happy to be able to get the word out and, and, and get a couple of minutes uh, to, to speak about this. Okay, uh, let's hear from Ed in Toronto. Hi, Ed. How are you? Fine. Uh, How are you? Happy New Year. Healthy New Year, too. Uh, if you're healthy, I think you'll be happy. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I think it's a shared responsibility, uh, obviously, between uh, you know between pedestrians and uh, motorists. But the most important thing is there's ideas that won't cost us anything that already work in places like Montreal. I think you've had people call in that are aware of them. Uh, they don't allow cyclists on any major roads in Montreal. And all our streetcar line roads are major, major roads, eh? And we want to move people on those roads. If we allow cyclists, and by the way, it's illegal, according to the Ontario government, to have cyclists there because you need one meter, apparently, between uh, the vehicle and, and the cyclist. And there is not one meter on most streetcar lines because of the fact that when you park a car, uh, you can go and measure it between there and the, and the uh, tape or the white lines along the, where the streetcar needs that much room to clear. There is not one meter there. So the city of Toronto actually is breaking the law. Um, you can't have cyclists going on the inside. Uh, like we, we encourage people not to pass on the inside. We have cyclists going on the inside. They go in between vehicles. You'd know this yourself. Um, well, those, those uh, this, are cyclists uh, this, who are not following the rules of the road. Well, yeah, but the thing is, do what Montreal does. No, no cyclists allowed on any major roads. Uh, that, uh, one of your callers called in on that and was aware of it. Uh, and I think they should coordinate, um, you know, the no left-hand turns at the corners. Uh, they've already proved, like they say, for example, uh, Bloor and Bathurst was always around 10 o'clock at night, you couldn't make a left turn there. That's because they realize that there's just too much traffic in that area. Uh, other places were only 6 at that time, and then they uh, adjusted it to 6.30, and oh. some of them are 7. Okay. So we, we, we need to start using tried-and-true methods. So maybe we... Uh, I see where they put up signs that um, no right turn at any time, Okay, now, Ed. Are we going to go and wake somebody up at midnight? I mean, I okay, think... Ed. Let's uh, let's hear from our guest on your suggestions. Thanks for your call. I'm not up on exactly what Montreal is doing, but I'm going to tell you now: the cyclist community is not going away, nor should they. They exactly. have every right to the roadway as a pedestrian and a motorist. Um, right now, I can tell you, I'm doing a lot of work, and in, in the folks at Traffic Services and the Police Department doing lots of work with Toronto Transportation, and they're coming out now with their road safety strategic plan, and they're embracing Vision Zero, and these are all some of the sort of the, the buzzy terms that are going around there now. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of work going on there, and so those cyclists have every right to the roadway. They're a vehicle on our according to the Highway Traffic Act, they're a vehicle. And so, yes, there is the one-meter rule, and, 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 you know, is it always given by motorists? 
No. Um, just some cyclists uh, push the envelope and not follow all the rules of the road? Of course they do. We see it all the time. Everybody's got examples. But at the end of the day, cyclists are going nowhere, and they, they're actually becoming more and more involved. And I think well, you're going to see over the time, you're going to see a lot more cyclists on our roadway, and we're going to have to uh, uh, wrap our head around that and uh, come to peace with it and, and get along with as it relates to uh, sharing the road. Well, I- exactly. I mean, I know that a lot of people very feel very strongly about cyclists and where where those bike lanes are going. But uh, I'd, I'd have to agree with you is that you, if you're looking at the reality of it, unless there is some major change at City Hall, uh, they aren't going away and they're going to be getting more and more of a share of our roadways and we're going to have to learn how to deal with it whether we like it or not. For sure. And it's not just a Toronto issue. This is happening across North America. And, and stuff that, you know, the, the things that I'm reading and the research that we're doing, and, uh, it, it, you know, cycling is, is taking off, and, uh, and, and so it should. It's a very efficient one of the – it's the most efficient way to get around. And uh, our roads are getting busy. Everybody cares about it. Uh, you know, it has their own stories and recognizes that traffic is just um, – you know, it's busier and busier every year, it seems. So um, it's just another shared uh, part of the roadway. Okay, uh, let's hear from Lynn in Oakville. Hi, Lynn. Oh, hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. I know you're short on time. Um, I was recently in Toronto uh, to, to celebrate a birthday with some friends. And I don't, I, I live in, in the West End, so I don't travel to Toronto. And for the first time ever now, I was being part of this new rule where there's bicycles just running just about everywhere. And I'm, I was at the corner of Bathurst, and oh, I wish I could maybe King, I'm not sure. But I'm telling you, trying to make a right-hand turn on my green light between watching for pedestrians coming towards me, between cars making a left, and then bicycles coming from the back. And I'm not kidding you, three cyclists came one after the other. None of them, I know they have the right of way, but none of them slowed down to make sure that I wasn't going to run them over. And I almost did one. The last one, I almost run them over. You know? And this is, I'm all for cyclists. I cycle myself. But if you're going to do it in a high-traffic area, they've got to slow down. Those guys were, like, speeding. They didn't even slow down to make sure that the coast is clear for them to go by. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know what, Uh, Lynn, I hear you. And some of those same things, uh, you know, I I experience. uh, But it's like we're just going to have to learn to to deal with it. Sergeant, do you have any comments on that? For sure, and, and, and it comes down to courtesy, and like we said before, right? So you're right. There's there, there are some some cyclists that are that, that are lots you know, lots of yeah, cyclists. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I would argue there's just as many drivers and just as many pedestrians that are you know that are pushing the rules as well. But um, one of the things that I often talk about is I know the city is working very hard and they're and they're being very progressive and aggressive with bike lanes and, and rules of the roads and all that stuff. But the reality is, is all of our infrastructure is designed you know from the 50s and even earlier right so uh, we it, the you know bicycle lanes and everything else is going to be a quite a long time coming before we have a full-on network of all of these things um, so in the meantime we've got to really like your callers are see, seeing it, it you know pay attention to these basic fundamentals uh, and there's not much else if there, if this was easy we'd have looked this a long time ago okay. and it's not going okay thank you lynn Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Okay, let's try to fit one more in quickly. Bob in Etobicoke, we only have a few seconds left. Yeah, that's fine. My view of cyclists on roadways, um, people who use roadways should have a license on it, reflectors gear. They should have to pass a test and get a permit to use it. And it should, they should have to have some sort of insurance because right now 
they don't. And um, they, uh, if they had to abide by the rules and you had to have a permit with a license on your bike, and if you didn't, you'd lose a license just like anybody else would. And uh, a friend of mine had his car, uh, car he was making a left-hand turn, and a cyclist ran into the back of his vehicle, did $2,600 damage to his vehicle, and the, hmm. the cyclist had no insurance and actually didn't have a place to live. So well, what do you do? You know, it's, it's not fair. So if you had a license on them and you had to have insurance, if you disobeyed the rules, you lose the permit to ride on the road. Then you can go on without a – you can drive on a, on, on a pathway or a, a park or okay. a boardwalk with no license. Okay, Bob. Thanks Thank for that. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, just to wrap things up. Uh, that that uh, that idea did not fly at that's, City Hall. That's just a recent. They floated that <laughs> as well, and it, uh, yep. you're right. And, and it's you know, as from the police officer sitting here, we follow the rules, and we have to deal with the rules that were that are in place now. So that's something. Um, I don't know where that's going to end up, but okay. Yeah. Well, it is ended up, uh, you know, in the in the heap. Yep. Uh, anyway, that is all the time we have, Sergeant Brett Moore. Thanks so much for being with us. Appreciate it very much. Thanks, Larry. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.